Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Grand Iron Blitz, 357 in the house, Oscar Lopez. We'll be going here uh, with Kevin Peterson, my buddy, coming in here. We're going to talk Super Bowl, conference finals. Uh, unfortunately, we will not have the salty one, Mackenzie Brooks in the house, Nate Ward, or Holly Custis. But we will have a jam-packed one hour. We're going to be talking NFL conference finals, uh, kind of preview for the Super Bowl. We're also going to dive into – the uh, Australian scene with Gridiron New South Wales and Gridiron West. On top of that, we're going to dive into the hub as usual and all the news that's happening, including the big announcement today by the Washington football team, and that was that Jennifer King was hired as the assistant coach, running backs coach, full-time uh, first female uh, coach in the NFL with the Washington football um, team. So congratulations to Jennifer. It's been sort of a storm in terms of the news for us, kind of a great achievement for her. Uh, at the same time, she's done amazing work, taking her a lot of, to get here uh, from her days in the uh, WFA, IWFL. Uh, and she, uh, right after that, she's interning uh, in different formats in college basketball, as well as jobs in college basketballs. And then she went to the, uh, the, American, uh, the Alliance on American Football in Arizona, then she ventured out to play still a couple seasons with the Carolina Phoenix. She played a majority of her career with the, Cal- uh, the Carolina Phoenix, as well as the historic New York Sharks. And she also played, uh, obviously, the D.C. Divas in 2019. So, you know, congratulations to Jennifer King. Uh, what an achievement. Uh, what a, if you follow her journey, you know it's been uh, a long time coming and uh, very deserving for her to be given the opportunity in Washington to uh, take care of, you know, and contribute to the Washington football team. One of the teams that, you know, that stood out this year in terms of the Alex Smith story as well and things that were happening in the background. But overall, the transition there is a positive one, and Jen's going to contribute to that as well and make that team a whole lot better, especially at the offensive side and the running back side. So it's going to be interesting to see how all that transforms into 2021. Uh, we also got NFL rumors and notes that we're going to be talking about, but Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes um, have already given us one epic postseason showdown, and now we will be getting at least one more. Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs both advanced to Super Bowl 55, winning their conference titles. Um, Green Bay really didn't put up much of a fight at this point. Tampa Bay really came in defensively and did a great job, 31-26, uh, Tom Brady will go to his 10th Super Bowl. No doubt there that he is the GOAT at this point. Um, it was a feel-good moment for uh, the Packer fans thinking that they could put Aaron Rodgers over the top into the big dance, but it does not happen. Uh, and on the other side, we all were on the Josh Allen bandwagon. Um, the news last week was if Patrick Mahomes doesn't play, here's the situation where the Bills would have an opportunity to win. But Patrick Mahomes did play, and they took care of business, 38-24, and it is not the uh, Buffalo Bills' times yet. So uh, great, great conference finals on both sides. 
uh, some crucial calls over in, you know, in the Green Bay game. But other than that, it was a pretty straightforward game. So we have Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady, uh, old as dirt, taking on the young kid, Patrick Mahomes. Let's bring in uh, our uh, co-host for today, and that's going to be my buddy Kevin Peterson here. So we're going to chat about it and talk about that. Hey, Kevin, how's it going today? It's going well. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for making the time. I appreciate it. Uh, anything for you. So, Kevin, <laughs> what did you think of this, uh, the conference finals? I mean, uh, pretty interesting. Uh, last week here we talked about how uh, more than likely if Patrick Mahomes was not going to play at 100%, that the opportunity was there for, um, you know, Diggs and Allen to take advantage of that and maybe uh, put an upset. Yeah, and they come out, you know, and put ten or nine points, I should say, not ten points, um, put nine points up on them, and then they awoke the sleeping giant. Basically, um, the the Chiefs are are a machine, and if you just don't keep pushing pushing their face into the dirt, they will just they'll come back and do what they did. Um, I think it that, was funny that because balance they attack really helped them. Um, you know, offensively they. You know, without Mahomes, we all had questions, right? Because we were thinking, right. okay, how well he's going to play and how durable he's going to be. But it just seemed like they, they, the game plan was keep it simple. They were, you know, using Kelsey Hill, uh, and, and pretty much that's what they did. And then the run game with uh, Edwards. And the beauty of keeping it simple with guys like Hill and Kelsey and that is they can take a simple little crossing pattern and look what, I mean, look what Hill did. He He took a you know, a, what would have been just a, a regular 15, 20-yard gain and turned it into a monster, you know. So that guy is just fast. It, it's amazing. I mean, you'd almost think that they're speeding up the camera when when it shows him running down the field, but um, he's definitely I mean, a for weapon. yards after the catch, he's just, like, so uh, good at that, you know what I mean, to get yeah. yards after the catch. If you're playing fantasy, I mean, he's, like, one of the guys that just automatic. Well, it's sneaky fast too. You know, I mean, I think that they that Mahomes has the ability to hit him, as they say, fully in stride. And when you're that fast, and you don't have to start and stop, and just you know, good things happen for the offense, and bad things happen for the defense. So, I think uh, Buffalo fans were anticipating uh, a return. They haven't been here close to this stage since what uh, what back in the '90s. So it's it was kind of like they were on this hype mode, right? Like they own the AFC East now that the the Patriots are done for. Uh, a lot of people were really hyped about Josh Allen really making the next level. I really think they put good pieces together for him, which is Diggs and Beasley when they pick them up. And then so there's a good nucleus, in other words, in Buffalo, given the loss here. But the up, the positive is they're an up and coming team, and they're they're really making a mark in the AFC. Yeah, they are, and if you look at what he did, it's kind of the Mahomes, you know, got to the got to the AFC Championship and lost, and now he's won two. So now Josh has got that taste of it, and he's only going to grow from there. But if you look at a lot of games Buffalo played this year, um, I mean, you told everyone the last time I was on them, we're, we're both Rams fans. So, like, when they played us, and we come back, you know, mm-hmm. we, we technically 
should have beat them if it wasn't for a bum call in the end zone. And I know that that's every NFL fan's deal. But, you know, they they got away with a couple of games through the years that or through the year that, that gave them a little bit better. But they he's going to learn how to deal with adversity and how to learn how to learn how to play through some of that stuff and he's going to be a good quarterback and good team I hope that that Diggs can that can stay there for you know he's getting he's getting a little bit older I don't want to put age on him but you know wide receivers and running backs don't last in the league as long as 43 year old quarterbacks I guess so valid point very valid point very good um so Buffalo the Buffalo fan base right now there's a lot of positives going into 2021 because you have a nucleus there uh, you're probably going to be one of the premier teams that everybody's going to be looking at so that's a positive for them for kansas city uh kevin you have a steamroll we're going for number two uh who right. would have thought you know kansas city would be at this stage but the the afc west wasn't really that great to begin with i mean it's a pretty weak division they were pretty much the standout denver was horrible the night uh the raiders were not that great and the chargers just a mess even though they had a, a pretty good young gun in Herbert, but overall, I think Kansas City is where it needs where they need to be. Um, can Tom Brady, you know, really take care of the, the the Chiefs' mistakes because that's what he does? And then defensively, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers really do have a really good defense. So the answer is yes. Tom Brady can do anything. He could fly to the moon if he wanted. <laughs> really? Come on. <laughs> uh, you know how it pains that it pains me to say that because they beat us in two yes, Super Bowls, I know. but um, <laughs> I just, you know, so I don't. If you're ready to switch to the NFC, we we can stay on the AFC. I wanted to say something really about Buffalo. Is Buffalo is going to be a good test to see? My nephew's a Buffalo fan, and I think it's going to be mm-hmm. a good test to see them next year as they because they've been doing well. Naturally, their schedules are going to get a little tougher, you know, because the NFL, you know tends to make the matchups a little more, but um, it just, it's going to see if they can, if they can continue as they become not the constant underdog that they've been for so many years. Now that they, they have a spotlight on them. Like you say, if they can, you know, where teams are getting up for them, um, if they can continue to, to play at the level they're playing. And I mean, like it's, we have good seasons for them. If you think about how young they are, besides Diggs, like you said, with a little bit of age, uh, Beasley, but if they go through the draft and really pick up maybe some key pieces on uh, on offense, they're still going to be able to maintain that offensively on terms of the offensive line. But, I mean, they're, they're, I think they, they did – if you put in perspective their season, I think this was a great season for them. Right. Good building season. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, um, I think it was good. Um on the other side, you got uh, everybody, you know, besides Mackenzie, who was, who was always on our show, but she's a, she's a cheese hater, you know. But anyways, um, besides Mackenzie and probably thousands of other cheese haters, um, the field goal story was maybe uh, Aaron Rodgers gets to the next Super Bowl, his second Super Bowl, and maybe wins the Super Bowl before he somewhat retires. And it just wasn't to be against Tom Brady. No, you said it to start the GOAT. Um, look, it wasn't like Tom Brady didn't give him a chance. He threw three picks in that game. Um, so, and I believe only three points were scored off of all three of those interceptions. 
So uh, shout out to the defense, right? Yeah, <laughs> saved his butt. Uh, I think the biggest, the funniest thing, as much of a Patriots hater as we've become, um, and is that you know the story was always Brady Belichick, oh the greatest combination, and you know Belichick's sitting at home and he's been at home for a couple of weeks, and Tom Brady's still playing football, so. Was it was it more Brady or was it more Belichick or was it just the system or is it just the NFL? You know, I guess it only only time will tell. But I'd love to see Tom Brady say at the end of the season, "I'm going to the Jets. I'm going to show you what I can do with the Jets." So yeah, that would not happen. That's not going to happen. <laughs> no, okay? I'm just saying. But if he went to the <laughs> Jets and took them to the Super Bowl next year, you would have to say, okay. <laughs> Make this guy yeah, his own in. Hall of Fame. So the fix is in. If he goes to the Jets, the fix is in. This is <laughs> the NFL fixes things, like everybody else seems to think. <laughs> well, we can't say fix. I mean, because like I say, the guy gave them three interceptions. He he gave Green Bay everything they could have ever dreamt. Yeah. To have it was, um, and correct. they didn't execute. So. Yeah, and, that, and that the only the good line. thing is the interceptions were down. He was able to take advantage, as he does most of the time, um, you know, to try to take advantage of his opportunities. When they got the ball, they intercepted the ball, he was able to put points on the board where Green Bay was not. So that was basically right. the difference. And those three interceptions were all down in – that was the only good thing about it is those interceptions were down in, in, in Green Bay's area, you know. So they weren't getting the ball down on – the 20-yard line of, of New England, you know, so they still had to put a drive together. So that just tells you uh, add, I don't know, if if he threw three picks down in that area, let's just give him half the points, another 12 to the score because he would have mm-hmm. potentially scored. So, um, ah, man, it just – I mean, Adam, know, I was amazed – we're, we're, you know what? We're Ram fans. We're bitter because of the Patriot loss and everything, because he beat us and everything in the Super Bowl. But as a, you know, as a football fan, um, yeah. he's just he's just been he's been fortunate, and that's what um, somebody had said earlier during the week. He's been fortunate enough to be part of a, of clubs that have put some quality players around him, and they've been able to elevate those players to a level where their their contributions have put them in a position where they win the Super Bowls because he's never had, like, really superstar players, you know what I mean, to, to compliment him. So yeah. here in Tampa Bay, it, it, I mean, it's, it was no different here. Like we talked about in the previous po- a couple podcasts, it, he wasn't a dumbass where he decides to just leave New England and go to, you know, Jacksonville, as an example. He went to Tampa Bay where there was already a nucleus. The only thing they didn't have was they had a, what, a quarterback that was just throwing interceptions like he was giving away money. Right, and they needed yep. somebody that was stable, and they picked him up. But they continue to add pieces too, because who's who's the guy that's laughing the most to this whole thing? Leonard Fournette was basically exiled, you know, out of the NFL. Nobody wanted him, and I got a feeling Brady said, "Hey, look, I don't mind that guy in my backfield." And now all of a sudden he's going to the Super Bowl, and you got. You know, uh, they went out and got another guy that was exiled, and Antonio Brown, and he was hurt last week. But, you know, 
he was a little bit of familiarity and even though those guys Steve, all kind of uh, what was that? you know Steve slandered Miller? themselves a little bit they uh, also Steve Miller out of nowhere they pick up Steve right. Miller out of nowhere so exactly. i mean so i guess you want to say the Tampa Bay organization really uh, i don't know if tom is you know to to put some two cents into it i don't know if tom has contributed to the fact that this is you know his input maybe this is the type of people that i need or weapons that we can get at a low value because that's really right. what Belichick was getting. He was getting draft picks at low value, getting pretty quality players at low value. Never paid up for real, you know, real big money except for what uh, Brady, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. He didn't mind bringing in somebody, or they didn't. Just like, uh, just like the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they you know everybody they didn't mind bringing someone in that they knew couldn't give them more than one or two years because they wanted to win this year, you know? And I mean, I think it's a great approach. They, they got a guy to fill the spot. Um, and I mean, the quarterback, the quarterback Achilles heel was that factor and you, you get the best, probably the, okay. The greatest quarterback in league history to come in and guide your ship around the pieces right. that you already have. Mike Evans, Godwin, right? Jones, yep. you add Fournette, you take you bring Gronk and Brown. I mean, God. I mean when you start when you start looking at it that way, you're like, man. And Gronk didn't even play a huge I, I think Gronk no. played just a comfort comfort position for Tom. But he's because... been more of a blocker, Kevin. They've been using him they've been using him as more of like a, a blocker shield on on but almost every down for for Brady it was also he knew in that desperation he's scrambling type thing Gronk understands what he needs him to do he needs him to come back to him he needs him to get open you know um he just had that it was a comfort level more and just knowing it was there you know it was it was the teddy bear that now you're 15 but you still know the teddy bear sitting on the shelf you know um right just a comfort level um so Oh, hats off to him. I you go back to hating Tom Brady, you know, from a Rams fan perspective, it was just like Montana twenty some years ago. Hated him right. as soon as he left for Kansas City. I could now be a Montana fan because he truly deserved to have fans. You know, Tom Brady's the same thing. As soon as he took that Patriots hat off, even though now he's in the NFC, but um, you can truly kind of take that sigh of relief and feel like you're not. Uh, treating or betraying your team by liking him. <laughs> so, so uh, Kevin, let's throw it out there. He's happy when he's winning, but when Nick Foles beats him, not a happy camper. Doesn't want to shake his hand. Doesn't want anything to do with him across the aisle. What's up with that? That's like that's. You know what I mean? It's like I don't know, spoiled brat or something. I don't know. I guess if you just get at that level, you you just don't know how to not used to losing so I don't know I really don't (laughs) you would think that just because all the cameras were there I would he would force himself to do it just so that they don't have it but I don't know I think he's at a level where he has a low level of give a shit anyway so oops can I say that (laughs) yeah you said it already so you're good (laughs) I don't (laughs) I mean, it's like, no, but I agree with you. A lot of people have lost that for him, you know? He's kind of like, gets to a level of 
where he doesn't want to uh, – the opportunities there where somebody beat you twice, right? They beat yeah. you twice. Nick Foles has beaten him twice in the big yeah. game and in season, and somehow he's decided not to shake his hand. And it wasn't yeah. COVID-related, so that's just a bunch of bull. You know what I mean? COVID-related, that was not a bull. So, I mean, to me, that's like a personality issue with him because maybe it's just Nick Foles got beat. I mean, he's shaken Eli Manning, and Eli Manning beat him in the Super Bowl when apparently his record was unblemished at the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, anybody you don't want to take your hand would have been Eli Manning because he broke your 18-0, whatever, record that you could have, you know, historically put in perspective, but he did it. The Giants beat him, and... It's funny you say Eli because I'm looking on my computer right here and it says Eli Manning, Tom Brady brings up Super Bowl losses. Giants legend says he has no bragging rights with Tom, speaking of Eli Manning. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's just a different approach. I guess, you know, maybe there's more backstory to it or maybe there was things said that, I don't know you what know, happens. I, Nick Foles rubs him the wrong way and he just doesn't want to shake his hand. So, well, <laughs> so I don't know yeah. what's up with that. That's no. weird, but that's what it is. Um, I, you're not shocked that he's here for the tenth time in the Super Bowl. It's like no, I'm not. Right? I mean, it's, no. it's, it's not shocking anymore. I mean, like I, I told my co-host before, this is a, a, this is a, a guy that you just have a high expectation, and you know, coming into Week One, that he's going to be here in weeks, you know, what, fifteen and sixteen, whether it be the playoffs or close to the Super Bowl. It just, I don't know, it's just kind of like your thought process doesn't even doubt. When you go to, a, you know, an Aaron Rodgers, you can say, okay, he'll have a great regular season like a Peyton Manning, but then come the playoffs, he's not going to be, he's not going to come through, in other words. Right. And, you know, you and I have talked about this before, is that um, Tom Brady hasn't been 100% Tom Brady this year. He's had a great season. But you've seen even in this last game, there was some errant throws, you know, there were throws that were, that were missed. Um, but if you flash back to a week before when we, when the Rams were playing green Bay and you watched Aaron Rodgers walk up to the line and he stood there calling out, you know, cadences and everything with his hands still in his hand warmer and his hands didn't come out until he was ready to receive the ball. And I was just watching that. And I was just like, how do you beat this guy? Look how calm, cool, and collected he is. And then, you know, but that was against us, you know, the number one defense, yeah. but he wasn't up against Tom Brady. And and then to watch two of them do it this last weekend, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's how you answer uh, a guy like Aaron Rodgers that's so calm, cool, and collected, is you put another guy on the other side of the of the field that's just that calm, cool, and collected. Um, but like we said earlier, Tom Brady gave Green Bay, personally gave them all the chances they needed to to rally against him and to beat him, and they didn't do it. I mean, the biggest question on that no, whole they, thing, and, and they we failed danced on around I mean, this. If you're a Packer is, fan, you're disappointed, to your point. You're a Packer fan, you're well, totally disappointed. But I still haven't heard a good explanation on you have a quarterback of of Rodgers' capabilities and you're down by eight points and you kick a field goal with two minutes left. 
Your defense Kevin, hasn't what, been what, able did to you have necessarily. A that, Kevin? Well, <laughs> it's only because I'm not a coach in the NFL, I guess, that I don't. But I don't know why, why, why you it's don't. It's not like it's for the Super Bowl Bears. It's not like for the yeah. Super Bowl birth or anything. I don't know why you don't say to Aaron, hey, I need you to go get this. And it was funny because it kind of started the play before when I think Aaron mm-hmm. could have scored when he yep. tried to force that ball into double coverage in the center of the field and it was missed. Um, I think if he'd have run to the, to the corner pylon, I don't think anyone could have got to him. You know, I think he could right. have scored that touchdown on his own feet. But then again, you know, it, it still required – uh, a two-point conversion just to tie the game. So, um, you know. Yeah, but you always want to take the points, right? I mean, even if you take the the six points and can't get the two, at least you have right. an opportunity closer. Now you can kick closer. a field goal and take the lead, you know. Yeah, I think so, uh, I think Packer fans were really hating that, that decision. They're going to be hating that decision for a long time. And I, so I don't you even use the word. Where... Oh, go ahead. Go. Yeah, go ahead. You used the word rumor before that opened this whole big can of worms that we're oh, yeah. reading about now on, you know, is is Rodgers done in Green Bay? Was it – what was it? You know, is Jordan Love the next thing? Was there no faith in him? You know, so, you know, the NFL – the people that write on the NFL love to read things into everything. I guarantee oh, yeah. you the coach I mean, now, when he thinks back on it, he would have – the transition happened with McCarthy going to Dallas, and this that leaves him in a good state with this coach here for this first year. So it, it's a matter of whether this coach wants to keep, you know, an aging quarterback and really wants to put forward another uh, a younger quarterback. So it's really going to be the the difference now, you know. So right. I mean, he's a good he's a good quarterback, but we're you know we look we looked at Noodle Arm uh, Breeze in the playoffs. And he's, you know, unfortunately, age will get to you, right? It's just the way it is. And so we're at that stage. I mean, Tom, I think in Tom's career, he's always had a decent line that has prevented him from having major injuries. He's always had a decent buildup of line where most quarterbacks don't have that. Most quarterbacks do not have that type of line. And so they suffer a lot more with injuries. Um, Well, the stat is what? Mahomes was in kindergarten when – Tom Brady was winning Super Bowls, and here he is going up against Tom Brady. Are we doing the changing of the guard is the question. Is this the change of the art of the guard? If Mahomes beats Brady, is the change of the guard happening here? Well, it's going to happen whether you want. And the man's 43, so I don't yeah. know. We've been saying for the last five years that he's done, and he keeps proving us wrong and, and winning Super Bowls. So um, to be honest with you, I know he wants to win it, but I don't even. I think Tom getting to the Super Bowl was was his Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't even think he needs think to win it quit? for anything. If he loses uh, or wins, you think this is it? He hangs it up. No, I don't think so. I, no, I I don't know. I guess I never even considered it to be honest with you. Breeze. I mean, think about it. If he goes to Tampa, wins. If he wins this Super Bowl for whatever reason. Um, there's, there's, he can walk away, right? He can walk away, and he can't walk away like Montana, right? Because Montana went to, from Frisco Glory to Kansas City. I have no idea why you were there, 
right? You could have just yeah, but they played. I mean, he he did well in Kansas City. He just no, I'm just saying at a level with Brady where he left comfort zone number one, which is, you know, this guy's going to be glorified in New England, you know, no matter what. Right. And he goes yeah. to Tampa, and he puts a, he puts a championship in Tampa in his first year. So even if he quits this year after the Super Bowl, uh, his legacy is still going to be remembered as the greatest quarterback of all time with two different yeah. teams, taking a one-year I mean, team to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? It's like it's not it's not blemished. In other words, like you know, like you have an Emmett Smith where he was in Dallas, glorified, and he goes to Arizona, and then all of a sudden, you know, there, there's the issue where he's too old to contribute to Arizona, as an example. No, I agree. I mean, it was the same thing said that that going into this game was, you know, two of the greatest of all time, and then when you hear the stat that Brady's going to his tenth Super Bowl, and Rodgers is one in four. And NFC championship mm-hmm. games, it's just like okay, you got a you got one guy, you got two excellent quarterbacks that are both definitely going to the Hall of Fame, but you got one guy that can win and one guy that just can't finish it, can't get it done, you know. So, um, but I don't know, you can't put it all on one guy either. I mean, it, it, no. to say that Tom Brady went out and won that game, you know, obviously Tampa Bay defense had to play some good football. To, to be able to beat a team yeah, that's really scored at will all year long, you know. So. And then uh, speaking of Tampa Bay defense, we got to give a shout-out to our girl out there, Lori Locus, our coach, Lori Locus, that uh, we know very well from the uh, women's tackle football uh, community. So Coach Lori Locus will be the second female coach to go to the Super Bowl following the footsteps of Katie Sowers. So uh, who better to go on to the Super Bowl with but Tom Brady, right? If you're Coach Lori Locus, Kevin, right. man, you're on the you are on the Brady bus. The chances of you winning a ring or the bus, yes. The, the chances uh, of you winning a ring, high percentage, yeah. high percentage. Exactly. Again, like I say, look at the Leonard Fournette's and the guys that were, oh yeah, the Antonio Browns and the guys that were basically kind of exiled from the NFL, and all of a sudden they got a second chance, and now they're going to wear at least an NFC Championship ring, um, and quite possibly a Super Bowl ring with that man driving the bus, as you say. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's a phenomenal. Experience, and then we're also—they're also going to have Sarah Thomas, first female officiating judge in the Super Bowl. So really awesome, cool stuff with the NFL. Uh, you know, basically building up and giving opportunities to uh, women on the coaching side of things, as well as the co- uh, the uh, uh, refs. So no, really definitely. awesome. So Sarah Thomas, I've watched some Sarah programs Thomas on and Lori um, Locus going to be in the Super Bowl. I've watched a couple of uh, news programs, or whatever, on how. Some of the guys were like, uh, you know, and I'm going to say this with with, I don't want to get people all upset, but, you know, some of the the pros that were on those teams questioned, you know, can a girl come in and command the respect and all that? And they were like the ones that were like, hey, these girls know the game. They know know what's going on, and it's not not shocking in any way. I don't want to start that whole thing, but – you know, I mean, it's just been a man's world for a long time in that those sports, and I think it's awesome, and it really speaks volumes to have 
these girls come in that uh that understand the sport so well and and are making such headway into that sport it's, it's a lot awesome. of having a lot of it in our in our realm the of the sport that I cover on a weekly basis besides the NFL a, a lot of these coaches you know they just didn't get plugged in they they were they, they went through internships with various clubs they you know they right. did internships with other clubs they went to college internships so it, it's not like they had a blank resume and they just you know they just got hooked up onto the to the NFL it just doesn't happen in the NFL you know you have to prove that you're knowledgeable and that you can do the job and I, I think uh, you know with Jennifer King Callie Branson uh, Coach Lori Locus um, you know they obviously have resume buildup uh, I know Coach Lori she she played herself and she's played football before and on top of that she's a coach in semi-pro leagues all over the East Coast. So she's got, you know, they, they all have build-up resumes, in other words. It's not like there's just a blank resume and somebody just gave them an opportunity. I mean, Ron Rivera would not be giving just somebody an opportunity for fanfare. Uh, same thing with Bruce Arians. You know what I mean? If you can bring somebody that, that can contribute to your club and make you a better club, then that's the bottom line. You know, they're just going to do that. 100% agree with you. It's just that world yeah. of testosterone that you're dealing with there. You know what I mean? It's just – it's – yeah, it's it's being broken slowly, gradually. No. It's gonna be. It's, it's you know, I but think it's awesome. I mean, I truly do. Yeah, think shout it's out awesome. to them for um, giving the opportunity. Shout out to the coaches for believing in them and and believing in their body of work and their resumes. So that's really awesome. All right, um, Kevin, I, 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 do you think Mahomes has the opportunity here to? Uh, I, would we call it an upset if he beats Tom Brady? Like, would be because they're going for two. They're going back to back. But yeah, um, would we call it an upset to, to beat Tom Brady? No, I don't think I – I think I'd call it an honor. But, <laughs> okay. um, you know, I that makes I know what sense. you're trying to bait me into, Oscar. Damn it. No, I'm, I'm just not. saying – the only thing I'm saying is <laughs> that the media has all this hype, right? Here's the – here is God. <laughs> Can he beat God? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, they put him on a pedestal here. Um, I mean, but it's – I think Mahomes, you move Mahomes, away – you. Mahomes you you got to move away from the Brady, Brady Mahomes in. story right now. It, it's all about the teams. Yeah. So, um, I know, but what I'm saying is like the media is going to hype this up as a huge oh, rivalry yeah. of some sort. You know, the, okay, Brady. I think the last time they played uh, was when he was a Patriot and he beat him 37-31. That was back in uh, two years ago. And then now we're looking at something what. No team has done it since Brady's Patriots, which is repeat as champions. So, you know, he beats yeah. them, he repeats twice, and he and he gets to beat probably the greatest quarterback of our time. Yeah. Um, so do we make him the, the second coming of Tom Brady? Or is it too strong? Uh, yeah. He, he's, still, uh, he's still eight Super Bowl appearances away from it. So, I don't think that that team has, and I don't the durability. Don't that team doesn't have the longevity that that uh, they did in the Patriots. Now I may be wrong. I mean, so, we may be sitting here in so six, Kevin, seven years. Here was the a debate thing. that I had uh, I had earlier on Twitter. Somebody told me on Twitter, if Mahomes plays in a weak NFC division for the next ten years, he will he will equal Tom Brady opportunity to a Super Bowl. Yeah, well, Tom Brady may have played in a "quote unquote" weak division, but he didn't. Um, 
he didn't play in a weak conference, I guess is the best way to say it. I mean, he, yeah, he had to beat some pretty good teams to get to those Super Bowls and some pretty good NFC teams. I know two yeah. of them were damn good. But yeah. Even Atlanta Falcons when they were asleep for the second half. Yeah. Yeah, look at that game. I mean, how do you how do you not how do you not just go, okay, I lost this one? You know. I that that right there yeah. just is another one. If you're a Falcons fan, that's like the worst nightmare you can get, you know. Like the worst nightmare. Oh. I don't know, Falcons <laughs> Okay. Right. I mean, if, pretty, I mean, we've had bad. I think Atlanta in fans. itself has. We've, we've had a, bad a lot of their sports fans, teams have. You know, we've been nightmares. we've lost by like a touchdown or two, right? It's not like we've had a horrible second half. It's right. like we've gotten beat by, but they literally. I mean, I, I the only thing I can remember after that game is uh, Matt Ryan on the sideline watching Tom Brady. That was just like that. That's got to hurt. You know what I mean? Well. At our store, we when the playoffs start, we put all the teams in a hat, and you, we just randomly choose a team, and that's your team, right? So, my right. son had the Patriots that year, and another of my employees had the Falcons. So at halftime, I was joking with him. We were having a Super Bowl party, and I said, "Hey, you should split the money with my son because the Patriots are going to come back." And I didn't believe it to be true. I'm not going to say that I was some kind of witch doctor or something like that. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. And then they score a couple touchdowns. I'm like, hey, you should still split the money, still thinking there's no way that the Patriots are going to win this game. And my employee, he doesn't work for me anymore, but he still remembers that day. He's like, man, at halftime and we're winning by that many points and you're telling me to split the pot. So, ah. Uh, the only thing I will say, when the Super Bowl happens, it doesn't matter how many points Tom Brady's losing by, the game ain't over. So No, 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 the opportunity is there. I mean, that's the difference between him. It's like you cannot count him out. He's usually pretty good at making some sort of a comeback and things like that. And, and uh, go back guys, to Josh Allen, i got to give him that. I mean, they were, what, 18 points out of it or whatever, and they, stepped, kept, they yeah. still kept playing ball, you know. So I was pretty impressed with the fact that, you know, uh, you know, a younger guy kept his head in the game and he kept playing football. You know, and I was I was pretty proud of him because it could have been easy for a guy in his position to just kind of hang his head and say, you know, we've lost. But they played until the very end. You know, so um, that just shows that he's he's going to be a a pretty good quarterback. Not that he isn't already. I'm just saying he's got a good future ahead of him. So. Yeah, it's gonna be good. it's gonna be good. interesting to see how Mahomes and Allen evolve in the next couple of seasons. You know whether they'll they'll be at that level of Brady and maybe Peyton Manning on the AFC side. Yeah, I, that's kind of what I was thinking. Was the Brady Manning or the if you want to go back farther, the Troy Aikman, Steve Young, those type of yeah. you know every year in the you know who's gonna win the Super or who's gonna go to the Super Bowl type thing. Um, All right, guys, um, don't forget, you guys can go to monkeyknife5.com, and you guys can uh, check out all the cool props there. You get a $5 matchup game up to $50 on the match. You use the uh, code NJF, you get started, 
NBA currently right now, so pretty awesome. You can play more or less. Pretty awesome game. NFL with the Super Bowl coming up here. MMA just happened this past weekend, so if you're interested, go to monkeyknife5.com and uh, enter the code NJF and get started on a, up to a $50 match with any play, including the more or less. That's my favorite uh, place on monkeyknifefight.com. All right, um, you can also go to our Zazzle shop at no, the No Joke Football Shop, and it is basically 20% off weekend. So Love is the code. You get 20% off on the site on anything, uh, tees, leggings, hoodies, and you name it. Go to zazzle.com forward slash gridiron beauties and use the code Zaz lots love and get suited up right there with the no joke football gear as well. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. We got Jen King on our gallery at Instagram at Gridiron Beauties, also at the uh, No Joke Football uh, um, Instagram site. We have featured uh, right there um, Anna Garza in our stories. Anna Garza will be on the competition Exathlon United States competition tonight, 7 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Central. Shout out to her. She's one of our brand, uh, no joke football brand athletes. Uh, she will be competing uh, via Telemundo. So if you catch it there, we'll be following her throughout the whole uh, competition. And shout out to Anna Garza for being an excellent influencer for our brand, as well as an amazing woman and athlete. So uh, Telemundo tonight, Team Famosos, that's what we're rooting for tonight. And she's going to be on Exathlon USA competition. So uh, really awesome, awesome uh, excitement for her. She's worked so hard for this um, and glad that she's going to be able to make a competition out of it. And hopefully she wins and her team wins it as well. So we'll figure that out uh, in a couple weeks here when the competition's over. Um, if you guys haven't gone to the hub, you guys can go to the hub. Uh, it is the best network on the planet. Get the latest news that's happening in women's tackle football in the sport, uh, including WNFC, now part of She Is Collective. So you, uh, including the WFA last weekend when we talked to Wynn Dominey. Uh, also, NFL trade rumors right there at the Hub. NFL recaps of the conference finals at the Hub. You also get Born to Play that will be uh, featured at the Tucker Center January 29th, February 3rd, and that's going to be Born to Play replay uh, at the, uh, for the current um, what is it, day. It's the National uh, Girls and Women's uh, Sports Day. So they will get, they're going to feature it. It's $15. That's a, I believe it's virtual, so you play the $15 and you get to watch uh, between January 28th and February 3rd at the Tucker Center, uh, Born to Play. So if you need more information right there at the Hub, you get the information there. You also get uh, action from Gridiron New South Wales. Shout out to Alfred Wong Photos for the awesome still photos there as the uh, North Sydney Rebels prepare to defend their championship in New South Wales against UTS Giants, 76-0, which, which was a route. They get ready to uh, try to defend an Opal Bowl. Uh, LNFA Femenina via YouTube, uh, courtesy of Barbera Rookies over in Spain. Uh, rookies win 34-6, 9-9 competition against the Barcelona Buffaloes. Uh, we will have Femenina 7-on-7 seven seven action coming up here in a couple weeks. We will be covering it exclusively at the Hub at Gridiron Beauties on Facebook, so don't miss it out there. We have Texas Valley sports action that happened this weekend. We'll get the updates for you. One game was postponed, South Texas Cobras against South Texas Generals. That did not uh, come about. Uh, also, updates on X-League. Uh, X-League will launch in about 60 days, so you can get the uh, YouTube uh, feature of Sweet Level Access of the X-League 2021 update there. Uh, we also have Gridiron Costa Rica uh, preparing now 
to compete against uh, the American Football Events Women's All-Stars, and that's going to happen in about three weeks or so in March. And then we have the feature of Lexfa from Mexico. Uh, Lexfa 2021 features uh, the female side of the brand and uh, pioneers in women's tackle football in Mexico. So check out the uh, videos there as well. And finally, in Great Iron West, Perth Blitz, shout out 40-0 to zero against the West Coast Wolverines in Week 11 action. Perth Broncos take care of the, uh, I'm sorry, uh, lose to the Rockingham Vipers, the uh, red-hot uh, Rockingham Vipers, 20-6. to six. And then 40-0, uh, to zero, Curtin Saints uh, take care of the Swan City uh, Titans. And you get the highlights there as well from uh, at the hub from the uh, features out there from Great Iron West. So uh, a lot of action in the globe in terms of the women's tackle football scene. So if you miss anything, don't know what's going on, all you got to do is go at the hub at facebook.com forward slash Beauties. The best network on the planet right there exists. Weekly action, weekly updates from the best network of uh, collaborators and fanatics that follow the sport. So we couldn't do it without all these people that contribute to us weekly, send us messages, Give us updates, links, and everything else. So really, really appreciative. On top of that, if you missed Jen King being announced the first female black assistant uh, running backs coach for the Washington football team, everything there from SI, ESPN, Yahoo Sports, everywhere else. So check it out right there at the Hub. All right, Kevin, um, sort of out of breath here, but uh, big weekend in this weekend. We're looking forward to the Super Bowl. Um, A lot of people are going to take, obviously, Tom Brady if you're on a betting line mode. You should take Tom Brady at this point. Um, I don't know. What's the at current point, line? I, I think it's going to be Tom Brady. I don't have it in front of me, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be more for Brady than anything. Let me see. You want to check it? Because I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, I'm looking. Um, I, that was going to be – that was what I was thinking. Hey, do your listeners know that in the past you won a big – competition and you and i went to hollywood have you ever told them that story? yeah uh i mentioned it to them before it was the uh the uh, basketball championships that was yeah. in hollywood and we went to the uh the fanduel uh, world uh world basketball championships fantasy basketball championships um i think i came about with came out with about seven grand that weekend um so it was really big was- competition so that was a, probably the one of the best weekends ever and uh, i really uh I really, I'm thankful that you came along with it. We had a great time. It was a pretty uh, good I weekend. Appreciate the invite, but yeah, it was that was a great time and a lot of a lot of good fans. But I just wanted to let them know that you're no slouch in the old sports business. You even know basketball, not just women's football or NFL or anything else. So no, I, mean, I think most everybody knows that I play daily, uh, daily fantasy sports. So I'm I'm pretty you know weekly avid. And if you go to Fanduel, you pretty much know my. Uh, know my handle and a lot of people know me now on FanDuel because <laughs> literally DraftKings I don't play because it's so hardcore on, on DraftKings but FanDuel I play it's pretty pretty awesome yeah no it was a good time and they took care of us well so, yeah they did really as I'm now buying they do time virtual. Kevin now you, you you can't go off because of COVID so that's kind of stinks <laughs> right why can't I find the, the, the oh uh the it's Kansas City given three, so three, the money okay. the money is on Kansas City to win right now. So, yeah, I think I'll take Tom Brady and three points. Although, I I think that would be the safer bet because even if you lose, you wouldn't be so you wouldn't feel so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's just if, you know, 
I don't want to bet against the guy. Yeah, I don't want to bet against either one of them. I mean, I think my biggest thing that I have that holds me back from being 100% on Mahomes' deal is he's just not that big frame guy, you know. I just think I just, you know, as the years wear on and you get a cheap shot here and a cheap shot there, I just don't know how – how long how long he's going to be able to play the game with with the whole deal so the line is is Kansas City given 3 with an over under of 56 so that's a pretty small line for that many yeah. points in a game so <laughs> i don't know i mean um, i i'm at this point everybody's anticipating a pretty close game i mean equal yeah. quarterback i mean the last game they had against each other was 37-31 so it was pretty well, pretty equal game. We've said this before, is that if there's any one person that, that will play to you is Tom Brady. If you want to play a a fourteen to eighteen game or fourteen to seventeen game or twenty four to twenty seven game, he'll play that. But if you want to go score forty points, he'll play that game too. So um it just it's gonna be a great game. Which yeah, I, I every think time I the say that is building because it's like old versus young, you know, yeah. is the changing of the guard. The excitement in the NFL is just basically that's what it is. It's like the changing of the guard. Is Mahomes going to win back-to-back titles similar to Tom Brady? And then here we are, we go to the next level. Um, so, but you know, it's the future is bright, and we don't even know if if you know Breeze retires and all of a sudden Tom Brady win or lose, he decides to retire, and it just it's going to be a transition. It's a little bit of a tortoise and the hare type deal. Kansas City yep. being the hare that can score in, you know, from anywhere on the field, whereas Brady will just put together the drive and he's gonna he's gonna hold the ball for eight minutes and drive down the field. So, and I I feel bad for calling Brady the the tortoise, but he's just methodical in his way. Whereas Mahomes figures out how to do it, you know, uh, a 20 yard here and then an 80 yard there, and then all of a sudden they got seven points. I mean, that was the thing. I was exactly. on the phone during that game, and I told the guy, "I go, oh, Buffalo's winning nine to nothing." And then we we talked for a little bit, and I go, hey, "It's 21 nine." So um, that'll just tell you, yeah, that was most of, you know, a half of football, but. It just, and then even the commentator said, "Who would ever thought that you would say Buffalo scored the first nine points and they scored the last nine points and they lost?" And that was basically what happened. So, yeah, so, it's, it's really what happened. Um, yeah. Before we get out of here, Kevin, let's do rumors. Do you think uh, Rogers will leave Green Bay at this point? Do you think he's out of Green Bay because he's got a long-term contract there? So I don't know. If it's just, you know, yeah, know rumors at this point. I think that's the part that bugs me the most is they're acting like this guy's at the end of his contract, you know. So uh, Green Bay kind of holds the cards on it, and it's going to have to be a team that has that's that's kind of set up to make this deal to be able to accept that contract and all that stuff. Um, I don't think he does. I, I think – I think Green Bay fans would go crazy if they, after losing kind of Brett Favre, which was their greatest of the all time at that time, you know, and then, and then to have it happen again, 
uh, I think that team, that town would go crazy, but it's the NFL and it's a business and, and the day that you think it's anything but. You know, it's funny that they're talking about how, you know, Rodgers is kind of disenchanted and he's questioning on the, the Jordan Love pick where they traded up to get him. And, mm-hmm. you know, that whole mix there on this is I watched an interview the other day on Greg Jennings. I don't know if you remember when he was a, a wide receiver for Green Bay. Um, and he was in his contract year. And the very first game of the year, I don't know if you – have you seen this interview with Greg Jennings? Talking yeah, about where he claims – yeah, where he claimed that um, his quarterback did him in or something and that yeah. he wasn't favorable yeah. anymore. Yeah, the very first game of the year, and he was talking to a Niners. It was against the Niners. He was talking to the Niners defensive back, and and Rodgers overheard it, and he walked over and said, yeah, you guys should try to get him next year. And and at first I kind of didn't understand where Jennings was going with it, but Jennings was kind of like, wait a minute. Why aren't you saying that, hey, you're never going to get the – this is my guy, you know? Um, so uh, – Aaron's had his finger on this type of deal before, so I don't know how he can has a hard time being kind of hypocritical if he if he's looking down right. the thing saying that you know that this has been a plan on his replacement. So I don't know. It took me a long time to get there, but he has history no, and, of and, him and also doing. There's it. a lot of offseason news news is going to happen. Deshaun Watson, we still don't know. You know, he wants out of Houston. Will he he's going to be a Ram. I mean, I wish he's a Ram. Uh, that's my wish. I hope he's a Ram. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Have you but seen Jalen Ramsey? Jalen Ramsey. Pro- we got we got Blake Bortles. We're set. Oh yeah. Jalen <laughs> Ramsey's been out trying to uh, to uh, recruit, cheer, cheerlead it. Yeah, he's been all over Twitter yeah. about Deshaun yeah, Watson being a Ram. I would. I take him in a heartbeat. Deshaun oh. Watson as a Ram. Man, I can say, I can see the highlights. We go would? to the NFC Championship next year, guaranteed. Oh, if, if no, it would be a, Deshaun. I mean, for him that for, for Deshaun Watson to go to a defensive front, I don't know what our defense is going to be next year because of the, the coaching change. But hopefully, it's still at that same level. But that would be nice. Um, right. So, guys, don't forget monkeyknifefight.com. Don't forget tonight. Go check it out. NBA every night. You can play more or less. Um, it's going to be exciting uh, times there. So NJF is the code. Don't forget to go to monkeyknife5.com. Use the code NJF. Take advantage of the uh, match up to $50. Uh, and you can play MMA. You can play PGA. You can play pretty much every other sport there is. And it's a simple format. You know, can somebody make this amount of points? It's a benchmark type mentality. So it's simple. It's not like DraftKings, SuperDraft, or DraftKings. It's just a simple format. So check it out, monkeyknife5.com. And use code NJF. All right, and hopefully you guys have subscribed to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, and iHeart. If you haven't, it's pretty simple. Subscribe. Don't miss any of the episodes. Over 300 episodes that we've had so far in our tenure here, almost over eight years of content, and we've uh, pretty much uh, interviewed everybody in the sport. So if you go back to a couple of podcasts ago, we had Tisha Winfrey 337. We had Coach Devin Jones 336. Uh, Coach Anthony Stone, 335. Terrence Haywood, 334. Go back to uh, Michelle Marshall, 331. Win Domini, 330. And, three, and 356 last weekend. Uh, the uh, Very Lieberman here, 328. 
We also had a 325, Adrian Smith, 324, Sherry Waga, and Daniel Harvey. So if you missed it out, you can go back and replay it, uh, and it's, it's pretty awesome on Spotify, iHeart, and Apple. We are uh, everywhere. Right now we're uh, in Spain and in Russia, so shout out to our fans out there in Spain and Russia, including the North American swing of North America. Uh, Mexico, Canada, and the U.S. So thanks to everybody who subscribe on our flagship, Block Talk Radio, and as well as iHeart, Spotify, and Apple. All right, Kevin, I think that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for making the time last minute. I really appreciate you coming on um, and uh, giving us insights into the NFL Conference Championships and the Super Bowl. Anytime. It's a pleasure. Um, I think we're, uh, we're all in for a real treat on Super Bowl Sunday. And, you know, I'm not gonna feel bad. Whoever wins, they they both played great no, seasons. No, great and quarterback. They both, they, yeah, they both deserve it. So, is it yeah. is it the guy starting his legacy or is it one ending his legacy? I guess is gonna be. It's gonna be a great game. I think that's that's the bottom line. It's gonna be a great game. Then and hopefully they're both healthy. Um, Holmes hopefully is really really up to par now. And then given the 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 next two weeks off, I think he'll be fine. So uh, it's gonna yeah. be a great great game. Thanks for coming in, Kevin. Appreciate it. As always, Thank you. Appreciate uh, you stay having safe. Me. Yep. All Have right. a great night. Bye-bye. All right, guys. That was my buddy and uh, uh, loyal Ram fan, as always, uh, Kevin Peterson, coming here and give us the insights on the NFL Conference Championships, the Super Bowl, plus NFL rumors. Um, he's got the lowdown on everything. Always appreciate his insights coming in here and helping us out, uh, especially with our co-hosts not being able to come in today. So, um, going to be a great Super Bowl coming up here February 7th. Between now and then, we are going to be obviously in Australia taking advantage of the coverage of women's tackle football in New South Wales for the Opal Bowl Championship. Graham West finishing up strong, and then uh, Texas Valley Sports as well. And, and LNFA Feminina from Spain is going to kick off seven-on-seven action. So if you missed anything, you go to the hub at facebook.com forward slash Graham Beauties. The best network on the planet, as I said before, is right there at the hub at facebook.com forward slash Grand Beauties. If you haven't gone to our Instagram, go to our Instagram now. Check it out. Jen King is featured on our gallery. Uh, well-deserved feature there. Congratulations to her on her um, uh, position full-time for the assistant uh, coaching for the running backs for the Washington football team. Also, don't forget, you guys, tonight, Exathlon, United States, you get the link right there at the No Joke Football uh, site on Facebook and also on my uh, own page there. So let's uh, give a big, big support to Anna Garza, one of our No Joke Football athletes tonight as she starts her competitive competition on Telemundo for Team Famoso. So that's it for the absent uh, Holly Custis, Nate Ward, and the salty one, Mackenzie Brooks. Oscar Lopez here. Have a great night, everybody. We'll catch you here for 3.58 coming up next week. Have a great night, everybody. <laughs>